Hey, this is Tammy from Her Restored Spirit Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today, for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. I wanted to take a moment before I jump in to talk about, well, the episode today on and touches on identity. I thought it was fitting that today is Memorial Day. And I know you may not be listening on Memorial Day, but I wanted to take a moment because Memorial Day is definitely part of my identity. And as a nation, it should be part of all of our identities because it represents a day that brave men and women fought for what for the freedoms that we are blessed with, for the freedoms that we get to enjoy. And it's it's a day to be to, a day for remembrance, a day to remember those who gave their lives, who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Now, there are some misconceptions about Memorial Day. And there's, it's always important to thank a veteran. It's always important because the, the brave men and women who put on the uniform every day or one weekend a month, we would not be a nation without them. We do owe them our thanks and our gratitude. And we also owe them the, the ability to be joyful, to celebrate, and to enjoy fully all the freedoms that we have as Americans. But Veterans Day is the day to thank a veteran. And Arms Forces Day is the day to thank those who are still serving. Today is a day to really remember those who fought for freedom and died. This is the day that, it's a day of remembrance. It's not a day we say happy Memorial Day. It's kind of an oxymoron. I don't really know. Everyone's like, well, then what do you say? And I don't really know what it is except for, hey, you know, we remember. Memorial Day has always been an important part of my life. Growing up in the military, Memorial Day has always been set aside. And yes, we do the barbecue and we have friends over. But we remember why we have that freedom. And we remember that not everyone gets to do, to have a barbecue and to celebrate. And when I lost my husband, well, I even before then, when my husband and I were in college, we went to Arlington, Arlington National Cemetery. We'd walk and because both of us were already in ROTC and we were under contract and we were going into the military and we needed to know what we were fighting for. We needed to know who we were fighting for and the fact that we were taking the baton from the people who came before us. And then it became really personal when I lost my husband, when my kids lost their dad. And then all of a sudden, it was important to, to really embrace the privileges it is to be an American. The fact that we can have our different different political opinions. We can have our different opinions and we can speak openly about them. And it's okay where there's a lot of com- countries that can't do that. So as you're having your barbecue today, as you're gathering, take a moment just to remember why why you're gathering, why you have the day off, why you get to celebrate. 
because it's for the thousands of men and women who fought to keep war off of our land, who fought to keep our children safe. They're the ones who volunteered to put their lives first so that you can freely drive to work. You can go to the movies and watch whatever movie you want versus one the government says you have to watch. You get to choose what you stand for. And you're not told by the government what you have to believe. And so just embrace that. And with that, allow it to become part of your identity, which is what we're talking about today, is what becomes part of your identity is what you allow to become part of your identity. And you get to choose. You get to choose what you stand for and who you are. And so I hope you listen in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. As soon as you hear that phrase, you immediately think of the red ruby slippers, the yellow brick road, and Dorothy and her friends on the journey to Oz, right? Like, those are the things that we immediately think of with lions and tigers and bears. And I know many times uh, someone will say Lion, lions and tigers and like, and bears, oh my. People finish the sentence because it's, it's such a big deal. It is such a focus in our mind because it was a moment in time. It was a phrase. It was something that meant something. And in our lives and in our identity, what are things that consume us or become part of our identity without us even realizing it. And I want to pose that limitations, threats, and barriers, oh my, limitations, threats, and barriers, oh my, after we've been through hardship, after we lose a spouse, after a divorce, our hardship starts to become our identity. Is it just me or... Do you feel that too? Do you feel that what has happened to you starts to permeate into everything that you are? And at the beginning, because you are trying to resolve it in your mind and in your heart, you're trying to come to grips and deal with the current events as they are, let alone as you start to believe, start to think of what it's going to be in the future. Our identity starts to be consumed by limits, by threats, and by barriers. 
Once you've been through something so gut-wrenching, something that completely breaks your heart, your spirit, something that leaves you asking questions of why, you never want to get there again. You never want to experience that depth of hurt and that raw pain again. So you start to identify yourself by looking at your limits, by scanning threats, and by finding barriers. Barriers that you think may protect you. Barriers that may stop you from moving forward. Barriers that you can see through. Barriers you can't see over. But you start putting walls around yourself in the guise of protection. But then all of a sudden, you wake up one day The grief isn't so shocking. It isn't so raw. You're ready to start living. You're ready to to start to come alive. But you don't know how because the only thing you see are limits, threats, and the barriers. What do we do now? Eventually we get to a point, or at least we hope we get to the point, where we don't want to have our circumstances define us anymore. They needed to for a a season. I will let you have that. um, And it doesn't have to be for any certain length of time. Doesn't need to be super short. Doesn't need to be super long. You get to determine that for yourself. And you get to determine what it looks like to sit in that. Now, there are healthy ways and unhealthy ways to doing that. So hopefully you have a support system that can help you while you are in that all-encompassing, all-consuming grief. But one day, may it be a year later, six months later, five years later, or maybe longer, maybe 10 years later, and you wake up and you realize that your identity has completely become your circumstance. Is that enough for you? It wasn't enough for me. I remember when when I was introducing myself, some of the first words that I would use are, I'm a, I'm a widow. I'm a widowed mom. I'm a sole parent. Which, let's face it, those terms still very much define and are part of who I am. They tell part of my story, but they're not my whole story. The more I learned about how the identity I've given myself was putting limits, was allowing me to focus on threats and only put up barriers, I realized that I needed a change. If we lose ourselves, who are we? If we lose ourselves, what brings us happiness or joy or peace or contentment? If we lose ourselves, what are are we modeling for our kids? If we lose ourselves, how do we show up for ourselves? How do we show up daily? If we lose ourselves, how do we know when we are growing? How do we know where we are going to go or where we've been? 
Are we going in circles? Are we stagnant? Are we staying in the same position? If we're lost, we don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. We don't know why we are. So how do we become the woman that God has created us to be? Because I know he doesn't cause the hardships. I know he, but he allows them to happen. But I guarantee that that's not what he wanted to define your life. He uses everything for good. And so why do we allow it to continuously define our life? If we don't know who we are, how do we know what we want? So it's time today. It's time right now. It's time in this moment to decide, is this good enough for us? Do we need to still sit in that identity for another short time? Or are you ready? Are you ready to put that line in the sand and say, who I was yesterday is not who I am today. And is who, and who I am today is not going to be who I am tomorrow. Now, I don't believe that you need to change who you are. I think you need to allow the best version of yourself to really come out. I think you have to start embodying the person you want to, to be, that, that best version, the best habits, the best conversationalist, the best mom. It's time to embody that. It's already in you. So it's time to start taking steps to allow that sh- to shine through. So now what? You've decided you want to. You've decided that where you are is not enough for you. So where do you go? What do you do? Well, my friend, I have the first step for you. The first step is just to really decide who you want to be. What characteristics do you want to portray? What values do you want to hold importance? You get to decide every one of those. You get to decide how people see you and what defines you. Do you want the spirit of overcoming to define you? Or do you want the spirit of circumstance? You get to decide who you want to be. I know that I want to be, I want to be the woman who doesn't let grief define my life. It's very much a part of my life. And that's okay. I believe that my grief actually adds an element of of empathy and compassion that I would not have understood if I didn't walk through the trial, if I didn't lose my mom, if I didn't lose my husband. I would not understand what deep loss was. I also would not understand fully what it is to walk with God through the the shadow of the valley of death. But I get to be the woman who doesn't allow that to define me. I want to be the woman who steps out of fear and into action. And if that means that I do silly things with my kids, if that means that I go on high adventures and go whitewater rafting and ziplining, go hiking, if that means that I'm going to be the woman who stays home and writes a book, 
because there's words inside that need to be told. This, a story that can impact others. I can be the woman who steps out and serves others in any capacity. I could go and work at a, a pet shelter because even the compassion that you have learned, you can use it in every realm of life. What do you need to embody to become who you want to be? And then just start doing it. If you want to be more kind, then intentionally find ways to be more kind. If you want to be more adventurous, then intentionally find areas to become more adventurous. And you can do baby steps. You don't have to go bungee jumping. You don't have to go scuba diving. But maybe go and introduce yourself to a stranger, to someone else who you know is hurting, and just befriend them. Sign up for a sewing class. Sign up for a book club. Sign up to go on a, in a hiking group. But make an action towards what you want. So as you're thinking about this, these are some questions that I would like you to ask yourself. And I really would encourage you to sit down and write the questions down and really ask yourself these questions. This woman that I want to be, what does she do with her time? Does she Netflix all day? Does she read books all day? Does she spend time with her kids, like intentional time with her kids? Does she invite someone to lunch once a week? What does she intentionally do? So as you're thinking about the best version of you, you've got to start looking at the details. The more specific you are, the more likely you are to take action because you're more clear on what you want. So what are some of your daily habits? This woman that you are going to embody, what are some of her daily habits? Does she get up 10 minutes early so she can breathe and meditate and just take 10 minutes for herself to center her day? Does she drink more water? Does she cut soda out? Does she reduce her alcohol intake? At this point, it's okay to think of her in the third person. Give her a personality, but remember that this is really what you want for yourself. But you need to know who you want to be in order to start taking those actions. So what does she do with her time? What does she do for her daily habits? What does she watch? How much time does she spend watching TV? What does she listen to? Is she listening to things that edify her and that fill her up and encourage her and empower her? Or does she listen to things that keep her in a melancholy state? Does she listen to those voices in her head that tell her she should stay with her limits, her threats, and her barriers? What does she say no to? And by saying no to things, what does she get to say yes to? What makes her feel happy? What what makes her feel accomplished and have a sense of purpose? 
You want to create this vision so detailed that you can picture her. You can picture yourself six months or a year from now. And though you may not be that woman today, you start to act like her so that eventually you are her. So eventually that identity switches from looking at limits and threats and barriers. And then you start to see freedom and hope and connections. You get to see what life can be like when you release yourself from these expectations of grief, these chains of grief, and you really get to see what your identity can look like when you use what you've been through instead of allowing it to consume you. So more on this woman, what does she wear? Does she get up every morning and shower and get dressed? And I say that because there are days that, especially with just with COVID and being home, that I would get up and go from what I was wearing to bed into a pair of sweats and a t-shirt. And I realized that when the more I started to do that, the more I became someone who did that. And so other things would go lax as well, which is fine for certain times, for when you want to be casual and you want to relax. But there are times that you need to feel confident and empowered. And you need to decide what look gives you that confidence. Because sometimes when we put, well, we all know what a good haircut does with getting your roots done or finding a new outfit. It, you put on your power suit, whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be something fancy. And you just feel good about yourself. Put it on mascara, then all of a sudden you go from a sleeping zombie to looking like you're awake. Those little things. What is it for you? What is it for that woman who you are about to become? So as you're creating this vision, this best version of you, and you don't have to put down your grief completely. You don't have to put down the identity that you are a widow or you're a divorced mom. But you do push it aside. You do get to decide what part of your identity that that will become. As you're creating this version, get so clear, so detailed, and so intentional about this, you tell yourself, I cannot let go of this. I need this woman in my life, and I will do whatever it takes to find her and to become her. So what do I want you to do now? I want you to think about these questions. I want you to ask yourself at least one of the questions in detail and answer it. And then determine one thing, what's one choice that you can make right now to become her. This is not talking about something you have to change overnight. One thing at a time, step by step. We're building a life here. We're not just building, it's not, it's not just a overnight success. This is a lifestyle. So what's one thing that you can do to become her? Something small, 
What's one thought you can tell yourself? What's one habit you can implement? What's one action you can remove or something you can add? What's one thing you can acknowledge every day? And I want you to write it down so you have evidence. So you can see your small wins. So you can see how you are slowly in in taking intentional steps to become this amazing version of yourself. Because you're worth it. Because you were made for more. And because everyone else around you already sees what you're capable of. So you might as well see it too. And I know what I'm asking is not easy. I also know that it's not easy because I've been through this. I've done this. I continuously ask myself, what's one thing I can do to be the better version of myself, to be restored, to be healthy, to be happy? I have choose joy tattooed on my wrist and I have it there and I put it there before I really embodied that. But I wanted it there as a constant reminder that that is my goal. That no matter what I'm doing, I can choose joy in the moment. And I can always go right back there. I can always, no matter how hard things get, I have a moment where I can say, you know what? Joy will come in the morning. And I get to choose when. So my friend... You are not the woman you were yesterday. Release her. Thank her for protecting you and giving you the space to get to where you are today. Thank her for being there for her in your deepest and darkest moments. And know and, and know that you needed her, but you don't need her anymore. Grab on to who you are today. Grab on to this, this new version, this best version of yourself, who you desire to be. Grab onto her and don't let go. And know that just one small step is going to change your tomorrow. And then tomorrow, you get to release who you were today and every day after. It doesn't have to be drastic. One small thought Telling yourself every morning that you're capable, that you were made for more, and that you were loved, and you are more than your circumstance. We'll start to to embody that. You'll even just by telling yourself that every day, you'll start to embody that. And soon you'll start to believe it. And then after you believe it, you'll start to, well, it will start to permeate in your actions and in your behaviors. And it becomes part of who you are without having to remind yourself every day. You don't have to do this alone. It is so hard. It is so hard to make these changes. They are scary. Stepping out of our limits, stepping out of our threats, and stepping out of our barriers are some of the most difficult things that we can do because it's safe. It's where that comfortable fear lies. But it's time to break that. So you don't have to do it alone. If you're looking for support, join our Facebook group on Restoration and Confidence Support for Widowed and Divorced Women. 
come and hang out with us there. This next over the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about this concept a little bit more. We're going to dive in a little deeper and and see who we can really become. And see the benefits there are to dreaming and becoming the best version of ourselves. So I hope to see you over there. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any, like share, share, you can feel free to reach out to me. And let's talk about the next steps to becoming this woman you've envisioned. Until next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Her Restored Spirit podcast. I just want you to know that I appreciate that you're here with me today, and I look forward to connecting with you. Um, Like I mentioned, join us over on Facebook. Um, There's the Tammy Marie coaching business page, as well as if you want to spend more time with me, we can check out the Facebook group restoration and confidence support for widowed and divorced women and just come and hang out with us over there single moms you're welcome there as well i just couldn't add that i just couldn't add it to the um to the facebook name that limited how many characters i can do but really if you need support if you are looking for that identity if you are trying to overcome your circumstances and you are done You're done being a victim to your circumstance. This is where you need to go. This is the first step in realizing that you were made for more and you can have more. And you're ready. It's hard, sure. But when we do it together, it doesn't have to be impossible. So I'll see you over there.